0: This podcast is sponsored by Bishop F.L. Williams Senior Ministries. Welcome to How We Got Here, where Bishop F.L. Williams Senior dives deep into the challenges and vicissitudes of life and reminds listeners of their God-given rights to live their abundant life. Join the conversation with your host, Bishop Williams, as he coaches listeners to reign, rule, and dominate. Hey everybody, good evening everyone. Good evening, good evening. Welcome to How We Got Here. I'm F.L. Williams coming to you this Monday night. Thank God for you. Taking uh, your time out to join us tonight on how we got here. Each Monday night, come and try to bring some information that you may have not uh, known or given thought to in the past. Just want you to think about some things. And uh, God gave me to start this some time ago, so I'm here tonight talking about how we got here. I want to talk about tonight. Who are the parents? Who are the parents? Or slash, where are the parents? Who are the parents? Where are the parents? Uh, uh, that 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 is not is non-debatable. We got to have it. There's no substitute for it. Parenting is a must. It can't be abrogated. It can't be given away to someone else to do it. So I'm going to talk about tonight. Who are the parents? Where are the parents? That's including all of us, including me, all of us. I want to ask that question tonight because I want to take the time to take a look at uh, where we are. This is how we got to the point who we are with our families, in the community. <clears throat> In the schools, in the churches, uh, wherever we may be, this is how we got to where we are tonight, based upon, based upon the parenting. You, it's not the children's fault. Um, the children that that are rebellious, uh, nobody, no child is born cursing. No child is born being disrespectful. No child is born uh, uh, being disobedient. It is, it is learned. All behavior is learned, and that's why I'm talking about: parenting. Go get some things in there. Go, go go get some stats that that really I want you to take a look at. Please, ma'am. Please, sir. If you never shared this, how we got here before. Please take time to share that tonight. Hit that share button on your on on your Facebook. Uh, what if if you hear this tonight? Let's share this message. I think it's appropriate. I think it's a. I think it's meaningful. I think it's needed to be said. So for the next thirty-five minutes or forty minutes or so, I'm gonna talk some information that I believe will be a benefit to us, and I hope you can can uh, uh, join in. The discussion and, and, and take some notes and comment. Let's talk about it. As you know, we get each Monday night with Acts chapter 17, biblical text, Acts chapter 17, verse 26. <clears throat> and the writer says, As such, it hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the face of the earth, and have determined the time before appointed in the bounds of the habitation, Have made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the face of the earth. And has determined the time before appointed in the bounds of the habitation. <clears throat> one blood, all nations of men and anyway. So th- 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 there are no big eyes and little u's. No one is any better than one it's because of race, creed, color, gender, ethnicity, whatever it may be. From one blood, the word says. So you, and then he tells you where you were born. He told he knows what time you would be. He knows where your destination, he knows where your, your place of, of, of residence would be. God knew all of that before you even got here. So you're not too early, you're not too late, you're in the right time, and you're put here. Again, I say like Dr. Mike Murdoch says, we were all born to solve a problem. We were born to solve a problem. I really believe that, all right? So let's talk today. Who are the parents? Where are the parents? Where are the parents? Parenting uh, cannot be substituted. We can't give that responsibility over to somebody else. As I said again, No child is born into this earth cursing, being disrespectful, being hard-headed, so to speak, uh, disobedient, uh, 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 with no no, uh, hope or no future. Nobody is born that way. So if if behavior is learned, that means that somewhere some teaching went on. Because a a child, we were, every child is going to be taught. Every child is teachable. Every child is taught by somebody, by the, by the institution, by the parents, by the community, by the city, by the state, by their group, uh, whatever whatever they're associated with. Teaching goes on in every child's life. Now, the, 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 the question is, who does the teaching? The, the, the responsibility of the teacher began first with the parents. I'm going to show you some stats that's staggering when you think about it. This is how we got to this point. The whole thing is It's how we got here. How do we get to this point where we have so much uh, uh, of struggling? And, and God gave a recipe, guys. God gave a direction. God gave us um, he gave us a roadmap to get to prosperity, to get to blessings, to get to the promise that he has for us. It is not his will for us to struggle. That's not his will, but I'm telling you, it begins with. Who are the parents? Where are the parents? Tonight. Oh tonight. Tonight. And I, I say it this way again. If, if if the way you were raised, parents got you to the point where you are to be successful and prosperous. If what you were taught as a child, you kept it and it grew you. Yeah, you got out of line. Yeah, we made we did some thing we didn't we should have done. But 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 the teaching of the parents, I'm not I'm not saying that both parents in the house Parents, if, if if they're not if your parents are not married, whatever that matter. but you got parented. You were parented by someone. Some teaching went on somewhere. Yes, you would have been where you are today if there was somebody teaching you morality, teaching you right from wrong, teaching you discipline. It, 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 you would have been here. Had been somebody taught you, who are the parents? Where are the parents tonight? We, 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 the the, the substitutes can't do it. We can't push it off on somebody else. What well, the school's going to do it. No. No, we, parents, cannot be substituted. It is a necessity. Not a wish, not a desire, not what they should have. No. Parenting is a necessity. And every child is going to get it. The only problem is who's going to be the parent. Where are the parents? Because every child is going to get taught by somebody. They're going to get taught by some. There will be teaching. For every child, be it the school's going to do it, the streets are going to do it, the community is going to do it, the good are going to do it or the bad, but that will going to be some teaching and they're going to get parented. The question is, who are the parents? This is how we got to this point. Y'all, this the whole thing of what we do every Monday night is how we got here. How do we get to this point? Because of what we do with the children. So what's the children our future? No, our children are our now. Our children are our, they are our now. They're here now. They need us now. They must have direction now. And, and Watch this. And the parenting, hear me clearly, please, let me get a little closer. The parenting are going to set the children up for success or failure. The first thing is for success or failure, be it without it or they have it. The first thing. Keep in mind that parenting sets the children up for success or failure or lack thereof. We can't can't get get away from it. I'm gonna show you what stats to prove this thing. I'm gonna show it to you. But now we can't get to the schools. Thank God for the schools. Schools can't be parents. They can assist, they can help reinforce what is taught. They can reinforce what is taught. But even if the parents, even if the children are getting good. Good teaching, good morality, um, good moral teaching, and, uh, uh, obedience, and, 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 and citizenship—all and that stuff—if they get it taught in school, but they, if they go back home to a place where there is none, the process begins all over again. It's got to be reading re- again. So if you put, if you clean them up at school, go back to a home that's not—they have to start the process again the next day. And the child, the poor child, is in a cycle. Oh my, and that's not the will of God. That is not the will of God. That is not the will of God. The Lord tells us uh, uh, in 3 John 2 I worship above all things, that thou mayest prosper and be of help even as a soul prosper. That's what the Word of God says. That's what the Word of God says. Now, let's talk. The churches can't do it, churches reinforce, churches teach morality, but churches can't, can't parent the children. Churches have kids maybe an hour and a half, two hours a week, max. Max. That's all they have them. Maybe an hour during the week, middle of the week and maybe an hour and a half on, on, on Sunday. That's all the church have. They have some church programs and things to do, but, but the majority of the time is spent either at home or at school or, or in the community somewhere. So the churches are there to help us parent our children, but they're not their parents. The church is not doing. The church is not doing. The church are not parents. Made up of parents to coming together to help uh, uh, uh parent children, but they're not the, they're not the initial uh, one where the parenting starts. They reinforce the community helps to parent, but they're not the parents. It's important to know this. This is how we got to this point. A child is going to be parented by something, uh, by someone. That child is going to be taught by someone. They're going to be taught values. Be they the right values. A wrong, negative or positive. They're going to be taught some values. They're going to be taught uh, 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 responsibilities. What responsibility will they be taught? That's the, that's the key. Because I'll give you five things. Uh, uh, five things that every every child, every child needs. Five things every child. Every child needs. Five things every child needs. Every child needs. What are they? Number one, they need directions and guidance. They got to have it. They need directions and guidance. They got to have it. They must have directions and guidance. They can't, anything left to itself gets out of control. Anything left to itself grows wild. Children must, not not sure, they must. Number one thing, they got to have guidance and they got to have directions. They they, they can't drift along. Every child needs that. And if they don't get it from the parents, they're going to get it from someone. Someone's going to give them directions. Someone's going to give them some guidance. May not be the right one, but they're going to get it. You got it. I got it. We learn things uh, we we learn things outside the home. We learn things cuz every bad behavior we got we didn't get it from the home. <laughs> so you know automatically that we can get we can we can we can be taught outside the house. So we, every every everything we learned that was not uh, biblical everything we learned that, that was that was uh, uh, immoral. We didn't learn it from the house, from our homes, from our parents. We learned it outside. So every child is going to get taught Every child will have directions, every child have need, need every child need directions, every child need guidance, or directions slash guidance. Gotta have it. That, that's a must. It's, you can't substitute it, they're gonna get it. And they must have though these five things. Uh these seven sorry, these seven things. They, they, number two, children need discipline. Listen, my brothers and sisters, the reason why we where we are today is a lack of discipline. I'm, all, I'm telling you, it's a lack of discipline. The, there's a biblical principle, the Bible says. I know this is not Bible claim, but the Bible says, "If God lo- God, God chastened those that He loves, Sp- you spare the rod, you spoil the child." I'm not talking about a rod, the rod a, 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 a physical rod, less than you want that to be, but 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 that 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 that, that rod of correction will, will straighten him out. But he God chases, He do, He corrects, He disciplines. God corrects, God disciplines them, he chases those that he loves, God chases those that he loves, if he loves you, he going to correct you, if he loves you, he shall discipline you, that's what we got to keep in mind, God disciplines those that he loves, so every child got to have discipline, anything left to itself grows wild, and there's no corrections of discipline, then they have no boundaries, and every child needs boundaries, They need boundaries. Why do you think they put lines on on, on the streets, on the interstates, on the expressways? Why? So you can keep people in their lanes. Lines give you, boundaries keep you in your lanes. So you won't be getting in other people's lanes, having head-on collisions. We need discipline. All of us need discipline. We were disciplined by our parents. It wasn't no time out. If that's what you want, that's fine. But time out was not in our parents' vocabulary. It was, we, we were disciplined. We were corporally punished. It didn't hurt, didn't hurt them. It didn't hurt, thank God, it didn't hurt, my, it didn't hurt my raising. It helped me. Thank God for my mother. I didn't thank her then, but I should thank her for the time they corrected us. Yes, why? Because if I don't get corrected, why? Now, I'll develop my own set of rules and regulations, discipline and guidance and, and direction to keep me from, from forming my own opinions about how things ought to be in the house. So, I need, so every child needs discipline. So number one, every child needs guidance and direction. Number two, every child needs discipline. Gotta have it. Parents, we gotta do it. It's not optional. And we gotta teach the younger parents that these things are not negotiable. They can't be substituted. Because it's gonna affect those children's future. And we are supposed to catapult them to the next level. Not hold them back or make it, or make it impossible for them to achieve. Mm-hmm. Number three, the, the third thing that every child needs, gotta have love. They need love, L-O-V-E love, to be loved, to feel love. A loveless uh, uh, environment produces too much depression, too much uh, low self-esteem. If that child doesn't feel love, they and by the way, they're gonna get it from somewhere. They will they will run toward who shows them love. They will have an affection for those who show them love. They'll have they'll have a, they will be drawn because somebody's expressing a caring. Loving uh, 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 atmosphere for them, so every child needs to be loved. That come from parents. I'm telling you, parents. Do <laughs> he tells them bring them up in the nurture nurture happiness of the Lord. He tells them, He tells a parent that we'll get to that in just a moment. But, but I, I, I wanted these seven things. The Holy Spirit gave me these seven things that every child needs. One, they need directions and guidance. Two, they need discipline. They gotta have discipline. Three, they gotta have love. They got to be shown love. They got to experience love. They got to know it. Because if they don't know it, they can't show it to anybody else. But What did the old, old saints, old, old used to say, heard my mother say it all the time, charity begins at home and spreads abroad. But not only charity, everything else begins at home, spread, abor- spread abroad. Everything else begins at home and spread abroad. Make sense? I, I, I hope you get just, just, just a little inkling of what, what's in my heart to share tonight. Number four. Every child needs to have a sense of belonging. They need to be wanted. They got to feel wanted. A sense of belonging. They need to feel a sense of belonging or to be wanted. Nobody want to feel like they're not not, not accepted. Everybody want to feel accepted from somewhere. And so we, 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 we got to make sure that parents, let's teach this. Let's teach this. It worked for us. Our parents disciplined us. Our parents gave us guidance. They showed us love. We wouldn't be what we are tonight if we didn't. But that's a breakdown. It ain't happening now. Our children are running and looking for things that they don't get. And parents, who are the parents? Where are the parents tonight? So they need to feel a sense of belonging. They need to feel a sense that they're wanted. Every child needs it. Every child needs to feel wanted and needs to feel like they they belong. That's that's how the game gangbangers get them. They make them feel a sense of belonging. They they talk to them. They they communicate. Whereas the normal family spends about six or seven hours or a a, a week speaking to children, speaking with, not with them, but to them. Gangbangers and other things spend 14, 15 hours a day talking with them. Not to them, but with them. See the difference? They make them feel a sense of belonging. Make them feel wanted. That's what the streets does. Make, those, make, make our children feel like they have they, 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 arrived. They're somebody. They make them feel warned. They make them feel appreciated. They make them feel like they belong. If they don't get it from us, they're going to get it from somewhere. These things are going to happen. One, a child is going to get direction from somebody and guidance. Two, they're going to get discipline from somebody. Somebody gonna teach them what they think this one ought to be. Thirdly, somebody's gonna show them love. They, they, they gotta have it. And fourth, they're gonna find somebody, they gonna find somebody, gonna find somebody to make them feel feel like they're wanted and belong. Everybody wants that different than our children number five they need affirmation they need affirmation they need to be affirmed that they are somebody that they are good that they are blessed that they can achieve it that they are awesome they need to they need to know that they've been they need to be affirmed by us and not by the streets not by the community come on i'm telling you because they do they they do gravitate to it just like they gonna gravitate somebody to love them so they're going to gravitate somebody to make them feel wanted or belong. They're going to gravitate to those who affirm them to make them know they are women and men, that they are blessed and they are somebody. They're unique. They're, they're, they're fearfully and wonderfully made. Somebody's going to tell them. And if we don't affirm them, somebody else will. But every child needs this. Every child needs this. Number six, they need teaching. They need, they gotta be taught, they gotta be taught, they gotta be taught, they gotta be taught, they gotta be taught. They gotta be taught. They may think they know it, but they don't. They may think they know it, but they don't. They may think they know it, but they don't. So they gotta be taught. We, they can't teach themselves. They're gonna learn from somebody, they're gonna learn about the world from somebody, they're gonna learn about the streets from somebody, they're gonna learn about what's out there from someone, they're gonna learn about this, this, and that from someone. So why not why not we teach them what is right in the court of the word of God? Didn't He tell us to train up a child in the way she go, and we get you only know, He will not depart from it? Teach it, teach it. We'll get to you in just a moment about the teaching, what the Lord said about teaching. Uh, we told Moses to tell the children of Israel how they, they got to teach that teach their children. We must be teachers. I mean not and they don't stop when our kids get grown. We teach them in the grands, we teach the great grands, we teach the nephews and the nieces, we teach the children in the church or in the streets or wherever where we have a contact with. Teach. Because every child needs to be taught something, need to be taught values, need to be taught. Uh 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 the the moralities of things or, or, or moral moral have a moral compass there You need to be taught the do's and the adults gotta be taught what about relationships, about citizenship, about this or that. Teach, teach. If we don't, our kids are gonna suffer. You see, this is how we were. This is how we got to where we are tonight, my brothers and sisters. Make sense? Please, man, please just hear me out. Hear my heart tonight. Hear my heart tonight. Hear, I'm no expert on nothing. But the Holy Spirit gave me this. Now, I, I believe he gave so I'm just releasing to you what I'm just a, I'm just delivering man tonight. I'm delivering the package. I pray you receive it. Sign, you don't even have to sign for we'll leave it with you. <laughs> All right? Number no, no, and last and, and lastly, number seven, every child need to need to know responsibilities or taught responsibilities. The guy should be shown how to be responsible for your actions, for your deeds, for what you say and do. Gotta show them responsibilities. Gotta. Gotta be shown responsibility. At an early age, and the earlier they, t- they are taught this responsibilities, then the sooner they'll be they become mature in, in certain things and not to do or to do. As soon as they be taught these responsibilities, then they can know that. Wow. Makes sense? So, let's, what are those seven things you need every child need? Seven things every child needs. Number one, they need directions and guidance. Number one. Number two, they need discipline. Not not negotiable. Three, they need to be known love. They need to be shown love. How to love. Four, they need to have a sense of belonging or acceptance. A sense of belonging or acceptance. Number five, they need to have affirmation. They need need to be affirmed that they are man, That they are godly men, godly women, godly young girls, godly young boys. Affirm. Number six, they got to have teaching. Teaching, they, they gotta have constant teaching. Teaching the things that are right. Teaching the things that are wrong. Teaching, uh, uh the dudes that don't. Teaching about about uh, a love of family and community, love of God. And then lastly, number seven, responsibility. They got they they gotta have responsibility. They need responsibility. They can't go through life floating as if everything will be given to them. No, no, there'll be some time you have to labor. Everything not gonna be given to you. Life is life is not easy. Life is not even fair, but it's life, and they must be taught responsibility. That's that's optional. These things I believe that the Holy Spirit taught me every child need Now watch, if we don't if we don't parent, parents, if we don't teach it, our children lose. Ephesians chapter six, and you 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 gotta hear this. And I say it so often. Ephesians chapter 6 in verse number 1 But I want to show you again And when we don't teach this When we don't require this Then we are hamstringing our children We are we, we, we really are hurting them We are we, making their their, their, their their struggle difficult We are making their lives be difficult That it is not the will of God It's not God's will that we all struggle All the time No No ma'am, no sir But if, this is the key we set our children up for success or failure by our requirements. And everybody that, that listen to me today that, or will listen to me. Understand that, that you got to where you are because somebody made you do some certain things that you didn't even want to do. <clears throat> made you told the line and you didn't even want to do it. <clears throat> made you come in when you didn't want to come in. Made you go when you did not want to go. Uh, I don't want to go to church every time. Doesn't matter, you're going. I don't want to read that, doesn't matter, you're going to read it. I don't want to eat that, doesn't matter, you're going to eat it. I don't want to wear that. Doesn't matter. You gonna wear it. We were made to do these things. We were made to do them, saints. And it made us turn out pretty good, right? <laughs> then what happened? Who who, who moved the goalposts? Who, who who made right wrong and wrong right? But this is how we got to this. This is how we got here. This is how we got here. Listen to this. Philippians chapter six verse one. This is a prerequisite. This is a uh, a roadmap. This is a a promise from God this is an assurance from God, this is God's uh, directions and guarantee you and I have guarantees on our lives and we're supposed to pass it along to our children and to our children's children we never stop teaching ever, we never stop teaching Listen what he says in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 1 children, obey your parents and the Lord and this is right Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with the promise. Three, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest live long on the earth. Do you see that? That is a promise of long life and a good life, if we if we require obedience and respect from children. This is his word, not mine. I'm gonna read it again. Ephesians chapter six, verse one through one through three. Children. He told the children, Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. This is parenting. Honor the father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with the promise. So God says, If you do this, I promise you. He said, If you honor your parents, I promise you something. Honor them. Honor them. Give due honor to them as parents at the head of the house. He tells us that this is what we got to teach our children, to our grandchildren, to our great great grand, to our nephews and nieces, to our cousins and meals. To everybody we come in contact with. Teach this. He said, honor your father and your mother. Which is the first commandment with a promise. Verse 3. Why why, why do you want me to do this, Paul? He said, that it might be well with you. And that thou mayest live long on the earth. Obedience is tied to long life. Good life. Honor and respect of parents. Can lead to long productive lives. That's what he just said. This is the word of God to the people of God. Then verse four, watch this. Parents, listen now. He said, and ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the the nurture and admonition of the Lord. We are required to bring them up in God, knowing God. Experiencing God, trusting God, believing God, obeying God—we have been instructed. This is not optional. This is how we got here, and we laid down this teaching, and said, "They ain't got to do that." I'm not gonna make my child go to church every Sunday. I'm not gonna make my child do this. No, my mom and them—I'm gonna let my child have some freedom. Then you're going against what the Word of God says, believer. <laughs> Bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. That's what the word of God says? That's what the word of God says? Now, now, now I, I gotta give you this, and, and then uh go to Isaiah 48, and we'll show you something. Isaiah 48, and I gotta give you this. Now, now, yeah, not Bible stuff. I gotta show you what, what we are. And this what what Isaiah 48 and 17 says. Now watch this. He said this in verse 17. He said, Thus saith the Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord thy God, which teaches thee, listen, which teaches thee to profit, which teaches thee to profit, not prophesy, but to profit, to have more, to have abundance, to profit, have something left over. I teach you how to do that, he says, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. So I not only lead you to profit, I lead you how to go. This is what this is what the Lord said now. This is what he said in verse verse 18. This is about us parents. This is about the parenting skill, what we teach. He said this in verse 18. Oh, that thou hadst hearkened to my commandments. If you're to if you had to kept my commandments, watch this now. Then thou had thy peace been as a river, and thy righteousness. As the waves of the sea. If you just uh, talking to me, I if, if, I I, I give you peace, you couldn't even stand. 19. Watch what he said about the children now. Listen to what he said. Thy seed also had been as the sand, numerous to, to even number, and the offspring of thy bowels like the gravel thereof. His name should not have been cut off nor destroyed before me. Parents, are we causing God to miss, or excuse me, our children to miss the promises of God? Oh my. He said, if you had listened to me, you'd have peace like a river. If you had to listen to me, your seed would have been like the sand. If you listen to me, it, 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 the offspring of the bow shall be like the gravel thereof, and his name would have been cut off. Parents. The important. We can't, we not the the teachers are important. They teach our children. Police keep us safe. Government keep us uh, the welfare of our protections and all this stuff. Nobody and nothing is more important than those parents. Or parents. Nothing. You see that? Now, now, now. Let me show you about how, what God told Moses. Now, let's go to Deuteronomy. Now, this ain't. I know this. You, you give me Old Testament. So I know that. This is applicable today. Isaiah, go, 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 to Deuteronomy chapter six, and we, we're gonna look at verse six. Look at verse six. On listen to what he said. Deuteronomy. This is what God told Moses to tell His people. Verse six says, "These are the words which I command thee this day uh, shall be in thy heart." Listen to what he said. Verse seven. Thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shall talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Teach it. Listen, listen, listen how what we supposed to teach, parents. Listen us how we supposed to teach, grandparents. Listen us how we supposed to teach uncles and, and aunties and cousins and nephews and, and and relatives. Listen what he said how we got to teach. He said, "When you shall teach them to thy children, and thou shalt talk of them when thou sittest down in thine house, when thou walkest by the way, and when thou lie down, and when thou risest up. Do you see that? That's like, if you read down the rest of it, he's talking about if you don't do it, if you, you forget me, you get to your promised land, if you forget me, he says, oh, you'll be cut off. Just because you, we, we didn't teach this. Where are the parents? Who are the parents? Where are they? That's what we got here. I'm almost, I'm almost done. I'll give you some more things that I want I'm going to throw at you. Let me, let me give you some stats. come from the Fatherhood Initiative, based upon, I think, the last census. This is a Fatherhood Initiative stat. Now, listen to these stats about parents, about having both mom and dad, uh, especially as father. Now, listen to what he says here. 19.5 million children, one out of four, live without a, a, a biological, step, or adoptive father in the house. One out of every four children, 19... 5, I think uh, with eight from one, maybe one through twelfth grade. 19.5 of those, one out of every four, live in a home with no biological step or adoptive father. Keep that in mind. Also, men with absent fathers are more likely to become absent fathers themselves. See how dangerous it is. When the parents are not both. The, 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 you don't have to be in the house, but you got to be together and rearing the child. I thank God for those mothers that are doing, doing some kind of job raising children on their own. I thank God for those fathers in their lives. But those that are not involved, we are setting our kids up for failure. That's proven. It just said now, men with absent fathers in their lives are more likely to become absent fathers themselves. Next, children living without their fathers. In their homes are 47 times more likely to live in poverty. Which means almost almost 50% of the children, when a dad is not involved in those families' homes, 47% of them are more likely to live in poverty. And you in poverty you got all kinds of problems, health problems, social problems, educational problems, all kinds of problems happen when you live in poverty. When you live in poverty. Children with fatherless home. Are more likely to be depressed. Children, and fathers home, when the father's not involved, their children's life. Thank God for those mothers to keep and do job. Mothers, I thank you. I applaud you. Give God glory for you. These are stats I'm talking about that, that causes our children to suffer when, 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 the, when both parents are not working together to raise our children. That's not the will of God. Women with absent fathers are more likely to have children with absent fathers. Where are, the, where, are the, where are the parents? Who are the parents? These are just facts. Let me give you, let me give you a couple more facts I want you to hear. The, highest three, the three states with the highest fatherless rates. The three states with the highest fatherless are also three states, are some of the poorest states, are some of the worst states off academically, educationally, and health-wise. All tied. Mississippi has the highest fatherless rate in the nation, according to the fatherhood initiative, at 36 point, 30, 36.2% of the children live in the father's home, in the whole state. The second one is Louisiana. Louisiana has 34.4% of the children live in the father's home. And Alabama is third, 30.7% of the of the homes of, of father's homes. Now, why, that, why is that so important? Why is so critical? Because I'm telling you, 47% of those kids in those homes are going to be in poverty. Do you see that? 37, 36% in Mississippi, 34% in Louisiana, 30%, 30% in Alabama, and, and all these things lead to high levels of poverty. Low academic achievement. It's a bad health situation because of poverty. Poverty is not a God character. But this is how we got here. And, and, and you see you see what happens when 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 the parenting is off, what happened to our children? What happened to our children? Now let me show you some. Let me show you what happens when 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 parents are working together. Let me show you when both parents work together. Let me use some stats now. According to the father Initiative, based upon the last census number, one, listen, fathers that are involved with their children, overall children are better off emotionally and socially well well off well being. They're emotionally and social well-off or well-being. They they improve the social and well-being of every child. If they went in home, they improve that when the parents are involved together. Two. Children whose fathers are involved in life are less likely to be mistreated. Are less likely to be mistreated when, when the parenting skills are there from both parents doing their thing together. It's necessary. It's not optional. We can't give it off nobody else. Children who live with their dads do better in school to do better academically. When both parents are there watching over the educational table of the children, the children do better in school. It's facts. Adolescent teens and teen boys who live with their dads are less likely to carry a gun or get or deal with drugs or deal drugs. Teens who or adolescents who live with their fathers are less likely to carry a gun. Or, do, uh, or get uh, or deal with drugs. Stats: dads are involved, reduce the mom's parenting stress. Mothers are less stressed out when both parents involve their in children, uh, rearing, child rearing. Who's the, where are the parents? Who are the parents? They gonna learn somewhere. Boys have listen to this now. Boys have fewer fewer behavior problems. And girls have fewer psychological problems when they live with or are involved with their dads. It's where they live with or not, but dads involved them. And this is not; they got to be in the home. They are just involved, just involved, just involved in their lives. This, this is what happened when the parents are together, working, working as a unit, with that father involved in their lives. These are stats. And, 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 and can we, can we just thank God? He allow us. Did he allow us to do this? Do we got this now? We can make a difference now? Having having the parents involved make the whole child overall better, life overall better. When it's not, they struggle. When that father's not in that house, or when he's not involved in the children's life, 47% of those children live in poverty. Think about that. That's almost 5 out of 10. Almost 50%. Almost 50%. They do so much better emotionally and psychologically when, when parents are there. I'm gonna tell you again, those seven things every child needs. Seven things every child needs. Seven things every child needs. I get ready to close. I think you for your time tonight. I hope I will, I'm not yelling at you, I'm just getting this excited and emotional. Seven things every child needs. Number one, they need guidance and direction. They need guidance and direction. Number two, they need discipline. Number three, they need love. They need to be shown it and feel it and know what it is. They need to be shown love. Number four, they need to have a sense of belonging. They need to have a sense of belonging. Five, they need a- affirmation. They need to be affirmed that they're good people. That they can do anything, they, they can do anything they set their mind to. If they, can, if they can believe, they can achieve it. Gotta be taught that. They gotta be reminded of that. Affirmate got to affirm them that you're good. You're not bad. Number six, they gotta they gotta, have, they gotta, be, they gotta have teaching. They gotta be taught. What did he tell us, Proverbs tra- 22 and 6? Trade up a child in the way he should go. When we get old, he will not depart from it. It's, it, it's, it's no substitute for that. And then finally, they got to be had responsibility. they got to be shown responsibility. they got to be made to take responsibility. And the earlier we can teach them that, the earlier they mature. And some of the things that, they, that, 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 that may be way down the road, they won't have to experience it. My brothers and sisters, tonight, this is it for Monday, this Monday night. On how we got here. This is, this is what I believe the Lord gave me a share with you tonight. So if you are not share this, share this. Go back and listen to this again. Think about the staff we gave you. The importance of, of that parent. Because those kids are going to get that love somewhere. They're going to get direction somewhere. They're going to get uh, sense of belonging somewhere. They're going to get affirmation somewhere. They're going to be taught something. They're going to have responsibility somewhere. But let it be the right one. So it begins with us. Parents, grandparents, uncles, nephews, nieces, cousins. Cousin them. That's what we begin with. Amen. Hey, God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight on How We Got Here. Just trying to share with you what I believe the Spirit put on my heart. So tonight, be blessed. Have a wonderful rest of the evening. Be back next week, Lord Will, with another another edition of How We Got Here. God bless you. We hope you are blessed by today's message and will be encouraged to share it with someone you know. To catch all the latest from Bishop Williams, please visit flwilliams.org. That is E-F-F-E-L-L-Williams.org. Thank you for listening. We look forward to you joining us next time.